Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice. Hey, welcome back to Great News with Kevin and Fidel Castro. No, man, my name's Chad. Chad. Chad Kyle from Fontana. Chad Kyle, that's yeah. two first names. Yeah, maybe to you, brah. Okay. How are you, man? I haven't met you, Chad. I know, dude. Uh, just drove in from Fontana in my lifted truck, and uh -huh. I was like, hey, I'm going to stop in real quick and just say hello and talk to you guys a little bit about great news in my world. Real oh. quick. Okay, I'm going to do an intro. Oh, okay. Intro, yeah. It's an intro. Metal Militia. Yeah, say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues, because Kevin and Chad are here to give you great news. You guys got any monster energy? Good. <laughs> Chad, what's going on? I didn't realize that you were going to be here instead of Mike. Big fan of the show. Uh -huh. uh, and, uh, you know, I just wanted to come in and give you guys some highlights and maybe, like, put a smile on your face, you know, via my perspective, man. Okay, you know all what right. I'm saying? We're always open to great news. I actually, like, was online looking at the comments, you know, at great news on YouTube, man. Mm -hmm. And I noticed there's a lot of, like, simps, man. A lot of guys, they don't know how to talk to women and stuff. So I was like... Gonna break you off some uh, some some pickup lines. Some pickup lines. Yeah. Okay. If you're down with that, bro. Yeah. Sure. Why not? How about <clears throat> you see a lady? You know, you're at like you know the motocross show or whatever, right? And you're like, hey, I, I think she's hot. You walk up, you say, I think you're deficient in vitamin D. I mean, you can say vitamin D. I think they'd get it. I mean, I think they would understand if you. How about some monster energy and fellatio? I don't, it's not quite subtle enough. Hey, honey, there's only going to be seven planets after I destroy Uranus. <laughs> I do like that one. <laughs> I do like that one. Let's say you see a girl, like, she's a little younger than you. Over 18, bro. Okay. Sure. Over 18. I'm not going to be like my uncle, okay? What? Over 18. Who's, what happened with your uncle? Let's not get into that, bro. Right. But you see her, she's a little younger. You know, I walk up at my age and I, and I say, my boner is like an IRA. It grows with age. Yeah. Do any of these work? Have you tried any of these? Oh, it works all the time. It Mandy, works all the time. Mandy, Brandy, Shandy, Sandy, Disneylandy. <laughs> Fuck them all, dude. Bang, bang them all. You know, I went down to Huntington Beach, Tuna Town, and uh, <laughs> took my took my 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 Chevy over there, bro. Mm -hmm. Um, are you Wi-Fi? Because I'm feeling a connection. No. Don't tell me no, fucker. No. <laughs> I'm all about it, Kevin. I just want to let you know I'm going to take off. I'm but, sorry, uh, that was your great news? Was just pickup lines? Yeah, well, you know, like I said, I want to, like, make people live a happier life. I you see, know, Isn't okay. that what the show's about, bro? Yes, it's, okay, that's what so, it's about. Um, I just want to say, you know, life can be difficult, okay? Right. Just remember the three M's. The three M's. Monster. Mm-hmm. Right, energy drink. Moto. Cross. Muff. <laughs> right. That's what life's all about, brah. Chad Kyle, I'm out. Thank you, Chad. That was exciting. I thought uh, Mike was going to be here. I had no idea we had a guest today. Uh, Kevin. Hey, yes, Mike. I think it's time we get right into some real great news. Okay. <sighs> By this... the way, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Yes, that would make our lives so much better. Subscribe, tell a friend, all of that, and uh, contact us 
at the Kevin Ryder at Mike Catherwood on, on Instagram, Instagram and Twitter. Um, so there is a football team, high school football team. They are state champs uh, in in 2020. They were state champs. Um, they this is their eighth state championship. Wow, they are a dominant high school football team. They have a high school janitor that is afflicted with cerebral palsy. And they have always appreciated this man's hard work and his dedication to not only the school, but to the team. He's a janitor. Yes, he is a janitor. That has to be extra hard with cerebral palsy. Oh, dude, yeah. Extra heck hard. Yeah. Um, and they decided they wanted to put a smile on his face and show how much they appreciated him. Check this out. This season, the Greenwood football team's motto was We Over we Me. Sound. That led them to a perfect 14 0 season and another Fuck state football up. championship, the eighth in school history. The guys tell me that means looking out for everyone, like their family, including the team's janitor. I've always really liked uh, sports. And when, when I was in school, um, I, I wanted to play sports. Um, but Meet Jamie Freeman. He's the janitor for the Greenwood High School football team. He also has cerebral palsy. I think cerebral palsy for me was a gift. Um, and I'm, I'm very grateful for it in my life. God has used it. Calling his condition a capability and becoming part of the Bulldogs program in 2019. The thing about Jamie is he, he's all about what Greenville football is all about. He's he's a hard-working, blue-collar type of guy. He comes it's in. Chad. I've, I don't Seriously. think I've ever seen the guy sit down. So when Greenwood garnered another state title this season, Jamie's name couldn't be left off the roster. They came to us really quick whenever we were talking about rings and who I was going to get them, and, and they said, without a doubt, Jamie's getting one. Jamie's just really important to us. He, I think he doesn't get the recognition that he, that he deserves. The squad surprised Jamie with a championship crown of his own this week, a state title ring. <laughs> he has an impact on our football team, and our kids respect him. They see how hard he works and uh, they're glad that he's a part of the Bulldogs. That we hopefully meet in some, in some way, but, but by the grace of God, I'm, I'm able to be a, a good influence. Pause Jamie's real influence. quick. Uh, for those of you listening uh, on podcast and audio only, he said, uh, the ring means that somehow by the grace of God, I've been a positive influence. How yeah. d does a guy say this has been a blessing? Seriously. When you have cerebral palsy, no, it's, that's, uh, it's really all about perspective. And um, that would destroy me, I think. And maybe you go through that to get to where his. Yeah, because even in, look, outlook on life is, but let's I, I don't want to candy coat this. Even in the best of circumstances, even if you had a really supporting, loving family and a great friends, that were, that's been rough. Yeah. Cerebral palsy is not it's not like uh, having asthma. Right. You know, that, I mean, that's been really tough. You on can him. see that he's really struggling just to talk. Just to talk. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Uh, I mean, we could we could end that there. That's pretty much the story in a nutshell. And I I I just found that so um, uplifting because look, we we find a lot of amazing great stories, but I think it's really really exceptional when you find a great story that's developed by a bunch of teenagers. Yeah, agreed. Because not typically the demo of great news. You know, correct. 
Um, this next story has been around a bit because it's unbelievable, but in case you haven't seen it, dude got a new face. I'm sorry? Dude got a face and both hand transplant. Dude. He what was happened? in an accident, burns, bunch oh, of surgeries. You'll dude. hear about it here, but oh. he got a face transplant and both hands. Wow. When you say both hands, yes. not just the skin on the hands, they'd like, yes, here, a hands, hand bro. transplant. Holy mackerel. A face and a hand transplant. And by the way, it looks pretty darn good. For having, for having it a be new attached. Face. Yeah, that's, you know, that's because they, I remember that lady who got eaten by the monkey or something. And right. on, she was on Oprah. I think she's on this. <laughs> piece. Seriously? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, because God bless her heart. I, I don't mean to, be, but. That was at, like the rudimentary science of yes. face trans- And it, yes. we were like, oh, well, that's cool. You got a new face, but it was kind of jank. That's pretty darn impressive. Yeah, man. it's amazing. Let's watch the video. Oh, uh, yeah. Joe DeMeo is having to relearn basic everyday tasks. Pinch, you know, small stuff, big stuff. Learn to squeeze, lift some weights, do a lot of cardio, walking squats. Uh, a lot of fine motor stuff. DeMeo was badly burned in a car crash in 2018. He spent months in a medically induced coma oh. and underwent 20 reconstructive surgeries. Months. Oh wasn't able to regain the full use of his hands or his vision. They had to amputate the tips of my fingers and my face was burned. And I had like little slits in my eyes. So it was like looking through like a, a chain fence. A team led by Dr. Eduardo Rodriguez at NYU Langone Health started preparing for a rare face and double hand transplant. Doctors estimated they had a 6% chance of finding a match. All right, hold up. Yep. Hold up. Don't you, don't you at some point just want to go, look, a face transplant is miraculous. Yeah. Maybe we put the hands off till the next day, till a week later. You're going to do them all at once? You got That's mean, crazy. I would assume, Lord knows, I'm a dummy, but I would assume the anesthesia and everything that you need for surgery that intense. Yeah, maybe. You got to do it all at once. Because I, I don't know if they think that body may be able to handle that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about it either, but it's miraculous. Here's another thing. Okay, I hate, beggars can't be choosers. You're giving me a new face. <laughs> right. But don't you, because I watched Face Off. Yes, Right. Same. He's like, Nick Cage is like, put it on my put it John Travolta, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you, if you're like, okay, you're going to give me a new face, can we at least, like, try Paul Walker or something? You know what I'm saying? Step it up. He he doesn't need it anymore. But you're about to hear that they weren't even sure that they could get a donor at the the right time. Well, you don't. It's not a living donor, right? No, I know, but that's why. That's that's why it was difficult. This is freaking tremendous. It's crazy. Watch this. Also wanted the same gender and skin tone. The pandemic created additional Pause. challenges. Pause. Why? <laughs> Why? That would be the. Sh- that would be so dope if I was just me, but I had like like Wesley Snipes' face. <laughs> like, hey, what's up, dude? Check out my new. <laughs> you can't just pick what face you want. No, but they're saying like we had to make sure it was the yeah, right the race. Same and skin I was like, tone no, you that. don't. <laughs> like that would have been super awesome. <laughs> Go ahead. Organ donations had dropped and medical staff was diverted to work in COVID-19 wards. But in August, the team found their match. There's a lot of pride that goes into this because we accomplished all this 
um, what anybody from the outside would consider strain. Simultaneous ham-face transplants have only been tried twice before. The last one was in 2011 on a woman who was mauled by a chimpanzee. Yep. But the transplanted hands ultimately had to be removed. Open your eyes real wide, close real tight. The medical community has been watching DeMeo's case closely. This already is a success. Um, the fact that patient six months later is starting to use the hands and, and uh, is doing well is tremendous success and first uh, of its kind in history. All right, hold up, hold up. I'd just like, to, would also to point out that this has only been tried twice. Who are the people that have the balls to go, look, it's only been done twice, let's give it a go. I think if you're that badly damaged, what's the, what's the harm? Right? No, not the patient, the doctors. Oh. <laughs> the doctors yeah, are like, yeah. it's been tried twice. The first time was a success, but not a huge success. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, ego-wise, you're kind of like, am I even going to... Right. Yeah, Why I'm would like, I get into that if true. it's only been done twice? All right, let's continue. Left hand? No, I feel this side. DeMeo's surgery lasted 23 hours, good, and yeah. after months of intensive rehabilitation, he's slowly gaining his independence. That's perfect. That's a good grip. I have a lot of motivation, a lot of patience, and I got to stay strong to everything. You can't really give up. Now, eventually, I've been noticing in all the pictures that the swelling continues to come down. Eventually, I want to do a little bit of work here. His doctors have been encouraged by his progress. The 22-year-old will need to be closely monitored and on medications for the rest of his life to avoid rejecting his new face and hands. It's not that someone has done this many times before and we have a kind of a schedule, a recipe to follow. As for DeMeo, each little movement shows how far he's come. Kathy Young, Associated Press. How about that? Amazing. And Beautiful. does he have to keep the stash? <laughs> maybe that, little, that little porn stash? Maybe it's help connecting stuff. <laughs> Could be. You know, like they piecemealed the face. And I gotta like, tell you, that's that's to me, that's miraculous. Oh, absolutely. The fact that they can replace your face. Crazy good news. <laughs> you know when you're us and you make stupid jokes for a living right you know what i'm saying like you right. just talk yes do you ever in some I, cases yes i have this happen to me all the time where i go gosh i'm so thankful that these people are around agreed i'm like if if crap hits the fan and that guy gets in an accident and needs help what are you doing for nothing him? i'm utterly useless yeah, like if, if 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 there was some nuclear war and everything there the survivors there you know the the fireman is going to be so helpful, and the electrical engineer, and the nurse, and the, you and I are utterly be like, so you guys want to sit around the campfire, tell stories? I'd, and, I'd make the, <laughs> the mustache joke, and they'd kick me out. That's all it would be. Are we going uh, elephant or granddaughter next? Elephant. elephant. <laughs> Those are quite the options. <laughs> Kevin, the great Sarah Silverman once said, "Yes, flatulence mm -hmm. is the language of comedy." Okay, couldn't be more true. And Lord knows I don't want to sully the great kind of um, the, the, the trend here on great news of these am amazing stories of, of human achievement and human kindness. But I defy you to say that this doesn't bring a smile on your face. I think that this is positive, uplifting news. The elephants. So ridiculously powerful. Yes. OK. You, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. In fact, I have an amazing elephants are strong story, but I'll like. Um, <laughs> no, let's, let's hear it. 
Okay. You know Fletcher from Pennywise? Yes. Okay. For those of you who don't know, Fletcher 6'8". Yeah, he's a monster. 350. Not exaggerating. Probably bigger. He's, he's a big dude. He's larger than life. He's an enormous human being. And Fletcher um, recognizes he's so big. Right. And likes to impose himself on nature. In okay. many ways, whether it be you, if you're hanging out at a party with him, if you're backstage at a show and he's drunk, he will pu- push you over like you're a little baby. Right. He's that guy. Very nice guy, but he's he's an animal. Yes. Fletcher and Pennywise. Especially when he drinks. Oh, <laughs> drinking Fletcher. You know what we need? <laughs> Honestly, I wish Brock Lesnar wasn't so wealthy and successful because I'd love to pay him like 50 grand just to follow Fletcher around to be like, Oh, is that, that's a good idea. Come here. <laughs> Cause he, his problem is that he's so big. There's nothing anyone can do. That's true. Um, Fletcher was on tour with Pennywise. I believe they were in Thailand and Fletcher himself and Jim told me the story uh, on and off the air. So Pennywise, when they go on tour, they're Pennywise. Yes. And especially Fletcher. They're always they're, Pennywise. They're, they're always doing crazy stuff. Yeah, that's a picture of Fletcher. Um, he was in Thailand, and they went, and they're like, you know, you guys can see and, like, hang out with elephants in Thailand. And they're like, yeah, we're doing that. It's going to happen. I believe Fletcher was trashed, went up to the elephant, and was, like, poking fun at the elephant. Now, again, let me remind you, the man's near 400 pounds and probably six foot eight. The elephant... Gently grabbed him with his trunk and flew, just fucking Flung launched him? him. Yeah, and Jim said he like caught air, was like parallel to the ground, and flew across the sky and like landed on his back. And I was like, that. And that was nothing for the elephant. That was nature. Where you go, oh, you're a big human. Cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So elephants, super strong. Yes, but ridiculously strong. I did not know they had ridiculous super strong sphincter um i don't think you would have any reason to know that look at how powerful the butt of the elephant is kaboom show this oh look at this amazing animal wow 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 guys get this on video okay Boom! It blasted its tail up! <laughs> it looked like it just dropped a bomb on those tourists. That's like a cartoon! A walk-by... And, and you know the cartoons when, like, like, uh, like the big wind, gust of wind comes at Wiley Coyote and his, like, his, his jowls flap up? Its tail went... His tail was really flying. What? Oh, oh! Sully says he can do better. I raise you, he said. Let's see. Hippo. Oh, the hippo, yeah. Come on. Come on, baby. He's just sniffing along. No way. You've never seen that video? You of all people. He created shit fan. Yes. His tail was going around like a fan. And it was just like, oh my God. Let's see that again because it really is great news for Mike. (laughs) Great news for the world. Stop it. Kids all over. I like how it winds up. Let me just get let me get my foot up here. Uh, get a good get good traction. Oh. 
I mean, I mean, that's pretty strong. That's pretty strong. That, wow. Thank you, Sully. All right. I'd like to talk about animals as well. Oh, beautiful. Have you ever seen an alpaca? Yes. They're actually cool animals. Yeah. Yeah. They, in Ontario, in Florida, are making old people very happy in a senior citizen home. Nope. Not with... Okay. The name of these alpacas are Ned, Floyd, and Jimmy. Okay. Their names were like Turbo and Rad Sauce, and they're like, you're going to an old folks home, okay? Let's you gotta be it. Ned. You're Ned. You're Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's watch the video. You already know it's not going to be as good as the last one. Look at that animal. They're just showing video of a couple walking alpacas. Like it's just a normal thing to them. I want that. I want to be rich enough to have that. They're just walking them. Yeah. Are alpacas the ones that spit at you? No, it's llamas. Llamas. I believe. It's Nick and Steph here from Sylvan Alpacas. Rode at Chartwell Retirement Residence today in Park Hill. Um, we brought some alpacas out today to uh, go around all the windows and uh, see the residents, hopefully cheer them up. You know, if COVID's affected all of us, but in the uh, retirement residents, it's really been uh, um, hard on uh, on everyone. So hopefully this helps, and uh, hopefully it brightens your day. Now they're showing them walk toward the senior citizen's home. There's a lot of walking video in this. I don't think alpacas run, dude. No, but they could. I don't think they go fast. Park Hill long-term care residents. I always found that insulting by long-term. Like, really? You're 80. (laughs) All right, they're walking up to the outside of the building. And you can see an old woman inside that's looking out the window and she's fascinated. What the hell is that? It is a cute animal. I mean, right? it does bring a smile to your face. Oh, thank you, Sylvan Alpacas. That's what the sign the old folks are holding. For bringing us joy. Oh. Here's the thing about alpacas. Stop it for one second because I don't know um, if they explain this or not. I think they do a little bit later. But the alpacas are fascinated by their reflection. They're not looking at the old people. They're looking at the window. But don't tell the old people. Right, but don't tell the old people. Right. All right, let's continue. More video of them walking to get to some different windows. A long shot of them walking. I wanted the alpacas to go in, right? Cause some havoc. This they, is they this is like some, this is some video of the alpacas walking. This is they look like docile enough animals. Why didn't they just put mirrors in the roof and let them? I don't know. Not like lions or something. I like the red one. Look at the old people on the inside are fascinated by this. I would be too. I would be too. Can we set that up? Can you guys bring alpacas in when we're just doing shows? Just like walk them. <laughs> Some more video from the outside of the senior living home. As 
I believe three of them are looking in the window. I want an alpaca. I do too. And your note that says thank you for the senior citizens. Text. Back to the farm, boys. More alpacas walking. You know, honestly, that's enough of the video. They can hurry it up. Yeah, they can just go ahead and speed it up a little. You can speed up the video. That's a thing you can do. Where you make it go faster and people can tell that the video is really kind of flying. They could have just focused in on the old folks. Yeah. For me, in my taste. That was all about the alpacas. That is a sweet, sweet. uh, I have a a llama story. You brought up llamas. Yes. So llamas spit, right? Yes. So I take my daughter to this llama farm and... She's probably like four, and she. I tell her, I was like, dude, these llamas, they will spit on you if they, if they, and she's like, no, I'm thinking that'll scare her. Mm-hmm. So all she wants is to get in a llama's face and have it spit on her, right? So she's like, <laughs> just stares at her. And I was like, Mags, come on, it's not really nice. Don't tease the what llama. What do you call her? Mags. What's her name? Magnolia. Oh. Because my daughter's name is Maggie, and we call her Mags. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Nice, nice. And she tried to get an alpaca to spit on her, but go ahead. (laughs) So she's like, (laughs) does nothing, right? She's like, Papa, spit on me. I was like, Mags, it's not really nice. It's not really nice to to spit on, or to get them to to be excited and stuff. Just leave it alone. So... Magnolia walks away all dejected, and I go up and I was like, "Sweet Baba," and spits right in my face. Just <laughs> bukkakes my face with llama spit. Like, Come on, dude! I was trying to stick up. For Is you. it bukkake if it's spit? I'm gonna say no. I hope. I hope <laughs> we pull just that line right there and just put it out. Is it bukkake if it's spit? <laughs> oh, uh, earlier today. Yes. I asked, uh, I told the, the listeners and viewers that you can contact us and maybe even nominate a great news story. Yes, yes, this yes. This next one came from a, from a viewer, from a listener, Mike Elizondo. I have to thank you so much. He, he got to me on, uh, on Instagram and DM'd me. This is a beautiful, beautiful, amazing story. Very simple, nothing kind of wacky. Man uh, served, served our country proudly in Vietnam. Um, he had obvious trouble adjusting back to regular life as we all know i mean the vietnam war was was just horrendous in the things that you had to engage in and see so this guy he he like a lot of veterans had trouble um dealing with life when he returned one of the ways he found therapy was he would write these little songs songs and poems and stuff and he never had any um desire to do anything with them he just it was to be a music star right no No. he had no he didn't want to record them he didn't he just wrote these songs and these lyrics and and uh, oftentimes poems and he um kind of forgot about them it was therapeutic for him and he just well his granddaughter discovered them found the songs found these these notebooks of songs and and um had no idea really didn't know i mean because this this granddaughter she's like 20 so she didn't frankly, even know of her grandfather for, for decades after the Vietnam War. She discovered it and was so moved by them that she decided to do a, to, to create a special gift for her grandfather. Here is video of that gift being presented to him. Well, it wasn't his choosing, but 
just dawned on him. He's like, oh, I know that. He's obviously very touched and crying and uh, There you go. I thought that that was wow. a really really beautiful moving story and uh and and you know really um uh, a, a very um, special gift for her to do that, not to be like, hey, Grandpa, I discovered these, and I'm thinking about maybe right. she did it all on her own, and uh, they gathered around to film him hearing it for the first time. And I love that you can see him like, all right, well, it's right. sounds like some guitar and shit. Right. Right? <laughs> pretty nice. He's sitting there with his bottle of Gentleman Jack. You know, like, <laughs> he's probably his, his Parker line, like, all right, what are we doing here? <laughs> and then... And then that it, realization, yeah, came like, over oh his face. Oh my gosh, I wrote this thirty-five years ago. This is insane. So that was a thank you, Mike Elizondo. Um, we're doing great news right now, and if you'd like it, subscribe to it. That Please. would be very cool. Yes. Um, this one, for some reason, is very uh, heavy on the animals. I'm uh, okay with that. The next uh, story is about a goat, goats, I should say, uh -huh. multiple goats, and Zoom. We're all tired of Zoom. Let's be honest; it sucks. And children have to try and learn on it. And we have meetings on it. We talk to each other on it. There was um, a family of farmers that were trying to figure out how to make money. Because there's no visitors anymore that come to their farm sure. to see the goats. And they decided that they would rent out their goats for Zoom calls. Check this out. <laughs> That's not one of the... Nope. That's not one of the goats that... Okay. That's him saying hello. No, that's not one of the goats. That's just something he threw... Sully threw in. Yeah. Zapatero. ¿Qué opina usted del gobierno de Zapatero? Nope. What's up? What's up? ¿Qué opina usted? ¿Qué opina usted del gobierno de I love that goat. I want that goat bad. That's not a goat either, but I'm very happy that I saw it. Okay. Because I've never seen that one. All right, give it's us the real goats. Uh, Here we go. It's a bit there it is. fun to give people a laugh. You know, there's so many amazing nurses and doctors doing such a great job. And I just thought, what can I do as a farmer, you know? And goats are so funny and interesting to look at. That's where the idea came from. And we're using all the profits to help tackle climate change. So they're all going towards renewable power tech. That's absolutely brilliant. Your goats are just absolutely fantastic. But um, have you had any kind of unusual goat requests when they okay. make their cameos? Hold up. Hold up. What is she fishing for? I don't know. But they always say when you're doing an interview, don't ask a question without knowing the answer. Yeah. I don't know that I would throw that one out there. Are there any unusual goat requests? 
free quest. You know what? That's so like, there's no way that question gets asked in America. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Like in Britain, they're like, oh, is there any unusual game? They're probably like, oh, yeah, so one mile in order to drink some tea with, uh, with the goats. When we dressed up a goat just the queen. Because you know, like if that was like a Texas goat, they'd be like, hey, it was one guy. Agreed. You know, he never, he took him down in the bar. All right. Did anyone uh, have any weird requests is the question. Let's roll it. <laughs> yes, plenty. Um, lots of families who are, have been stuck at home for ages with sort of elderly relatives. We've got one family who books the same goat every week. Marge, I don't know where she is. She's been shy. She's over there at the moment. Hey, Marge. Um, but she's like a member of the family now, and they they know everything about her and invite her every week to their family uh, family call. Oh. Oh, that's brilliant, and it really I can imagine it can only help cheer people up in what are quite difficult times. And what about in terms of you? Now you've said that you're using this money to kind of to invest in more green farming. Um, how does the earnings compare from your Zoom uh, goat calls to to what you were making before? Well, we're um, we farm goats and sheep and poultry here, so that's stayed the same. The farming side hasn't really changed. Um, during lockdown, but we also do educational visits for schools, teaching about food and farming, and also host weddings and, and holiday guests as well. We've got like cool tree houses and yurts and stuff people can stay in. So all of that money is dried up and um, the two staff that I have who do the educational visits and sort out the holiday guests and the weddings didn't have any work. So the great thing is they now uh, actually <laughs> spend all their time in the barn with goats. <laughs> Um, one of them's actually just just on the other side of the camera giggling because she's on a on a goat pole right now. Um, so yeah, it's been really great because we've been able to keep them in work and keep their wages paid, and all the um, money on top of that is all going towards uh, <laughs> oh, solar panels and and things like that, heat pumps and swapping all the farm machinery to and um, vehicles to electric and stuff. I'm not kidding. I want to add a goat to every Zoom call. I want to add a goat to Great News. <laughs> Can we do that? Maybe we can get a hold of it. I mean, is there anywhere in America that rents out goats for filming? Because that's a great... I mean, I look, right down the street... In, Why, do you have any weird ideas that you're thinking about? Just... just I, no, I'm not that guy, That's Kevin. what I think. I'm a gross pervert, but I like human women. Right. And some men. And I don't want anything to do right. with animals and sex. But I do think that if you take a show... That's stellar. It only makes it better if you add goat. Add a goat. They do goat yoga here in yeah, L.A. That's true. So there's got. I mean, if you could let me do do downward dog on top of a goat, I'm guaranteeing we could just have one right here. The only problem I foresee is that it will eat all our stuff. Like as I'm talking right now, my I love yeah, Be Chad's sure. I love Beaver hat sure. is gone. <laughs> <laughs> that my is guitar true. Is... You can't really control them. No. That's but... sort of a problem. Um, oh. She makes about $67,000 a year. Hey, hey now. Goats on Zoom. Goats on Zoom. Um, real quick. Yeah. I, as long as Kevin and I have been working together, you know, close to 20 years, I've uh, had a lot of luck in introducing Kevin to stupid bands that Kevin then subsequently falls in love with. Um, K9ness. Yes. With the big bull mastiff lead singer that just <laughs> death metal band that then subsequently hate beak. Hate beak is the worst. Goat whore. Goat whore. Okay. Yeah. I have found the new best band. Okay. And I want all of you to know about them. Okay. Goat and your mom. Goat and your mom. Yes. 
and they are fantastic. No. I will provide video for you next episode. No. It just dawned on me. Kevin. Oh, go to your mom. I'll, I'll take it. I promise you will like goat and your mom. Okay. If you can find even just a picture of goat and your mom, <laughs> once you see them, you'll be like, okay, those are my guys. I'll fall in love with the band? Yeah. Is it an actual mom? No. Okay. It's greatest of all Texas. That's what goat stands for. Oh, I see. Greatest of all Texas and your mom. Right. Okay. They're a great band. All right, I'm down. Power duo. Um, and that, I believe, yes. is great news for today. That's correct. <clears throat> I wish Chad was back so he could do an outro, but I don't know. You missed Chad. Earlier today, he stopped by and he was uh, on the first part of the show. He actually sang the intro. Chad did, huh? Yeah. I've never met this guy. Yeah, he came in and he sat down. I was expecting Mike and uh, he just started singing. And then he gave us some weird pickup lines that I don't think he's ever tried out. But I think he thinks they're a good idea. And so uh, that happened at the beginning of the show. And then there was some dogs humping and then goats on Zoom. You don't think I ever tried them out, bro? <laughs> You're wrong. My beard's falling up, my chin beard. It is. You're holding it on with the microphone. R.I.P. Dimebag. Here we go. <clears throat> yeah. Intro, bro. Yeah. Totally a motherfucking intro. Yeah, I love Beaver. <laughs> and my Kawasaki. <laughs> oh, yeah. Play the shit fan, hippo. <laughs> shit fan, hippo. Here we go. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues, cause Kevin and Chad here to give you great news. Woo! Shit fan. Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice.